Hello and welcome to this episode of Critics on a Bus, the podcast where two best friends review the latest films and talk film theory. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Critics on the Bus. How are you doing, Paul? Do you know what? As ever, I am doing wonderfully, but I have to throw in another adverb there, and that is nervously. <laughs> I'm I'm doing nervously. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good after my victory yesterday um, <laughs> with my four get correct guesses i'm feeling pretty good fair pretty enough. good fair enough yes so today um we are doing my top 10 films of 2020 um which is kind of why we do top 10s in the first place i used to do it when i ran a when when critics in the bus was just me doing a blog Mm-hmm. I used to do top tens, um, and you and Ashling would have a competition, see who could guess them and then remember them the most. Yes, yeah, a tricky one, a tricky test indeed. And uh, in keeping with that spirit, today I am going to attempt to guess Cameron's top ten films of the past year. This, I yeah, yeah. go. This list has already proved controversial. Yes. There were there were threats of divorce last night. Yep. When yep. Ashley <laughs> made her predictions and got all but one right wrong, yes. sorry. Um <laughs> yeah, she got all but one wrong and she is still upset with me and slightly went to sleep uh angry <laughs> because of <laughs> So hopefully I will not be going to sleep as angry. I I, uh, for those who don't know, Cameron can be a little bit uh, unpredictable when it comes to the films that make his top 10. And in general, I feel like your mind is a relatively enigmatic place. And so I could I could see myself getting just a one, but I hope at the very least that I can manage two and Above and beyond two, I, w- I would be very, very pleased with myself. <laughs> I, sh- I think I've written off any kind of hopes of beating your uh, four guesses from my list yesterday, but but you never know. <laughs> Considering we're best friends, yeah, the fact that I we're know. not sure about our favourite films of the year is pretty scary. I mean, I thought the same position as you yesterday, and I ended up with four. I had, I had very little hope for my list yesterday, so walking away with four for me was a huge thing. So you might find the same thing. You might find that you go in with very little hope and you come out with a lot. So, well, there's only one way to find out. There there's only, only one way. To, one to, way to find out. To start off, though, I do want to say, like yesterday, we mentioned that with the pandemic and everything, there's there is some things we don't like. Things like Wonder Woman is not considered, even though it had a 2020 release, because we just couldn't see it in the cinema. Mm-hmm. So that would be a 2021 consideration if things got better so there are different things like that so some films might seem a bit different because they're the pandemic Mm -hmm. should we start with some honorable mentions do you know what i'm nervous even for the honorable mentions because i feel like you'll probably like slice out half of my list with your honorable (laughs) mentions so go ahead give give some honorable mentions. so before i before i get to my mentions i do want to say i i watched in excess of 30 new films this past year and so there was a lot to choose from and I actually didn't struggle 
getting 10 films from a list i know you did yesterday um we really did struggle with that but i really didn't struggle um and so there's a few honorable mentions i'm like genuinely (laughs) nervous right now like as in like before a test type nervous okay go go ahead okay honorable mentions (laughs) i'm gonna start off potentially controversially this whole list is about controversy my honorable first one mention is soul are you kidding me (laughs) is this a joke oh actually actually we're okay we're in the clear that one didn't make it i i edited that one out okay good good good, good. there is is no editing from now on by the way no 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 i haven't i haven't i'm not touching it so soul didn't make it onto your list no no it didn't they like the animation was beautiful Mm -hmm. um I, I almost quite like the sudden death of the character and all that kind of stuff, but there's a just there's a, a few too many things in the story that really didn't didn't work for me. Um, I didn't like the ending, um, and I did not like the cat thing. Um, so yeah, it doesn't make it onto my list this year. Um, okay. the, yeah. Yep. Another, What's the other honourable mention then? Um, Mank. Okay, okay, we're in the clear. We're in the okay. clear. Um, okay. Although Mank was good, it, uh, very well made, and oh, amazingly acted by um, Gary Oldman, it was a bit confusing at times. Yeah, yeah, um, it was. You could, very, you could very easily get lost, very little context to some of it, so it's a bit too pretentious. Oh, I also want to mention, I want to mention Bombshell. And the li- and the lighthouse. Darn it! <laughs> I was doing so well. Um, oh, darn it! The lighthouse was on my list till yesterday, just because although it's an intense assault on the eyes, <laughs> it is so good at what it's meant to be. Yeah, if you think so. I, I do. I studied that genre of film at a <laughs> level, um, and it is so good as that genre of film. Lots of people did really like it and praise it, and yeah, and it, it just wasn't and, my cup of tea. But... And it, it's not—it's—it's it's barely mine. But I had to—I had to just give it complete and utter praise for its dedication to the art form. Yeah, yeah, fair. And fair. then. Yeah, Bombshell was an interesting story, but there was just a few... When we reviewed it, I highlighted mm-hmm. a lot more issues for me than I remember having, and that's what knocked it off. So... Okay. Right, okay. So, if we move already to number 10, I can get my disappointment out of the way. I had Bombshell as your number 10. Okay. Uh, so, what is actually your number 10? <laughs> my number 10 is Death to 2020. Really? Yeah. I thought Death to 2020 was hilarious it, it is funny it, it is, is funny so funny it's very funny to be fair it's such a take on the appalling pit stain of a year that we just had <laughs> and they got some hilarious people doing and, and just talking about some of the biggest issues in the way that they are basically happen because it's just a crazy crazy year we laughed so much during that film it is good um it's good and yeah it's just such a such a middle finger to 2020. I had to include it because it's just so funny. It was just so so yeah. funny. 
So I loved Lisa Kudrow in it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and in the end, it's like, who is Trump? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And, no, it's good. But, and and the, what, the craziest thing is like they they get it all right. Like that's exactly how people behaved and have acted and all the different characters throughout the whole year. And it's just yeah. yeah. Fair. Darn it! I I did consider that on the list, but um, I didn't I didn't know that it would resonate with you so much. So um, okay, fair, fair enough. No, that's okay. It's just a minor setback. Just a just a minor setback. <laughs> um, okay, right. Number nine. Mm-hmm. I'm very unsure about this. Ah, oh, crap. Okay. Go David on. Attenborough is what I have for number nine. Well done. Yes. Did I? Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. take that, Ashling. Take <laughs> that. That's a guaranteed two right there. Oi, oi. Yes. Yes. David Attenborough is nine. Whilst David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, was beautiful and very interesting and moving. It's even changed our family. We have, you know, we have a meat-free Mondays now to kind of try and help balance out everything. Because, like, you know, if everyone does a meat-free day, the world is in so much better position already. But the thing is, uh, whilst it was beautiful, and of course, anything produced by David Attenborough is involved with him. It has beautiful camera work about the world and about the state of it. <clears throat> I wouldn't watch it again. That's a very interesting point, actually. That's a very like, interesting point. It has really uh, low rewatchability. Mm. And so that's, I mean, it's on the list because it was very profound, it was very moving, and um, it has changed how we live our life. But I I wouldn't kind of go, oh, do you know what I want to watch? I want to feel bad about myself. Let's watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so because of its profanity, but not for its rewatchability, that's why it's so low on my list. Um, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I'm very, very happy with my life right now. So uh, <laughs> let's see what happens from there, from here on. All right, all right. Okay. What is number eight? I have as number eight. I have onward. Right again. I am it's smashing on it. Fire. <laughs> Absolutely it. on fire. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I'm feeling pretty good about this whole thing then. Okay. Right. Ah, oh, this is so good. Just, just, just so you know, listeners. I not only do I take this very seriously, but <laughs> um, but last time the issue that I had was that I created a list kind of um, using kind of my gut instinct, and then I tinkered with it too much and for too long, and ended up doing awfully last year. Um, so I've just gone with my gut this year, and thus far it's paying off. We'll see. And see, and what what Ashley did this year was she focused too much on my scores. See, because what I do is every every film I watch, I have a big spreadsheet because of the podcast, not just in general. I'm not that weird but because <laughs> because of the podcast, every film I watch, I mark it down, then I give it a score, regardless of whether we review it or not. She focused so much on putting my top scores in and not how I felt about the film or, or how they are in a wider collection and context and that's what really derailed her which she's going to hate me for saying that but that's what's true and she knows it but she doesn't doesn't want to admit it <clears throat> so okay, yes so onward was correct onward onward is number eight it's i mean i always have i always have an animation in, in every year because there are great films this one obviously as a nerd it speaks to me massively um 
you know, and I really like the sacrifice of the main character towards the end with his brother and his dad. And um, it does get a bit clunky. I hadn't actually watched it since. Neither have I, actually. Um, (laughs) But, but, you know, it, the, the whole kind of magic and all that kind of stuff really fits in with me. So it's obviously what's going to be on my list. Um, and it just got beaten by seven other better films, frankly, this year. So. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, speaking of those films, number seven. Okay, oh, this is where things get choppy. I have as number seven, Trial of the Chicago 7. <laughs> You're on fire, mate. No way, really? You're absolutely on fire. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love my life. You might even win the whole thing. You might beat me. I I'm 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 actually going for it now. I'm going for it. Okay, try the Chicago Seven. I love the Chicago Seven. I mean, on the basis of the villain, I forget his name. Yeah. The villain alone. Yeah. It deserved to be in this list, and I'm yeah. kind of shocked that you forgot about it last yeah last night. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, brush over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean the ending is a mm. bit of a nuisance mm-hmm. how it ends but everything up to that point was super well done super well acted and probably has one of the greatest villains of 2020 on screen just Fair. yeah oh Absolutely man much. netflix original and it's probably one of their best films ever it is very very strong for netflix very strong for netflix very strong performances as well all across the yeah. board really really uh, strong yeah all right, oh number, man, I'm so number six. Can you keep it going? You've got Let's three in so. a row now. I've got, I'm on a streak. I'm on a streak. Okay, um, we'll see. Number six, I have Parasite. No. Ah, oh, darn it. No, number six. Everything off. Number six for me is Dark Waters. Darn it. Okay. Ah, oh, darn it. Okay. Now this this. This, this is really where it went all really wrong um, <laughs> because Dark Waters is a phenomenal film mm-hmm. it's about Teflon mm-hmm. um, and how they poisoned the world basically and are still yeah, that's, that's no and are still poisoning the world and the lawyer involved in that film is still fighting for the rights of citizens um, getting the conversation for what Teflon have done and you know, he took on the establishment, in essence, um, to a lot great personal risk and cost. And the film was amazingly well acted um, by Mark Ruffalo. <clears throat> but it is very slow. It's a very slow film. I'm, I mean, admittedly, when I watched this, it was on level with Official Secrets sort of kind of impact, which is why Ashing had that a lot higher on her list right. for me. But it just things beat it. Um, it, it, and, and I'm so worried now. At this point, at this point, if we're talking in the list, we're talking about mar- marginal, marginal things. Sometimes it's just yeah. how I felt watching it mm-hmm. at the moment. So, you know, we're we're in the we're in the the area of great movies, and this is just it is a great movie. From now on, it's all just great movies. Just <sighs> single split, single split scenes hairs. can even make ah, it come on. A, a difference. So number six is Doug Waters. Number five, what is number Darn five? Darn it. Okay, I think I'm wrong now. But uh, number five, I put Greyhound. You're right, Greyhound. Oh, that yes. means you won. I have won. Oh man. One. Oh, I love my life. I love <laughs> my life. Okay. Oh yes. What Greyhound. Greyhound. It was a Sony Pictures. 
um, which they sold to Apple in the pandemic and was released on July 10th on Apple TV only. And what a shame it was released only on Apple TV, written by Tom Hanks about um, about the crossing uh, and part of the Battle of the Atlantic um, in World War II. And it's actually one of the longest naval battles in history. It's a two-day fight between a convoy of ships from America to the UK during World War II and six U-boats. And it is phenomenal. The I mean it's I mean it's Tom Hanks for ninety minutes basically. It's all set on the the Greyhound boat. It's naval warfare. It's very naval heavy, but it's so packed with action and story and the 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 sound. There's a specific like U-boat kind of music score that's really eerie and scary. And there's a wonderful moment where the U-boat captain tunes in to the allied radio frequency and taunts them and you never you never see the 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 germans you never see them you see the u-boats but you know and you just hear him and he's like and he's basically he's just like greyhound this is grey wolf i'm going to catch you i'm going to kill you all and it's so eerie because it's on this crackled radio it's 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 just it's good action and the reason it's above dark waters is because it's a lot more fast-paced it's just 90 minutes of bam constant like never ending you feel the tension with with the naval ship um and they get you know they manage to weave in <clears throat> into like personal relationships and it's wonderfully well written tom hanks did a fantastic job and it's such a shame that people will never see it because who has apple tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah um right fair. yeah wow wow okay fair enough fair enough Right, so Man, that's I'm so happy. Four, uh, four, yeah. yeah, four so far. Yeah. So, and speaking of which, number four, I know I've now gotten wrong, but it it will then this will then determine a lot in terms of the top three. So I had Dark Waters, which as we know is lower now. What did you have for your number four? I had Parasite. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> then they're just they were just swapped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Parasite was an exceptional movie. Don't get me wrong. It, I've never I'm experienced... Glad, I'm glad it's made up to your number four, I must say. I'm, I'm, I, mean, yeah. it, 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 I mean, it's a great... I've never watched a Korean film before. Mm. Um, so I wasn't sure what... Going into it, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I, I did not know what to expect, and it shocked me to my core. Um, <laughs> and it... You know, it, I mean, if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it takes a, a turn that you you never see coming, and it's a it's a fantastic film. It's really well made, really well acted, strong visuals, <clears throat> absolutely bonkers. Yeah, generally just uh, a great piece of art. But it did not deserve <laughs> that best picture. I'll never get I, over well, that. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, we, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really glad I made it at number four. Okay, okay, okay. So, number three. Are you? Are, can you keep your roll going? What do you have as number three? Oh, I'm so happy that I'm winning, but I really want to get this as well. Okay, I have for number three, Jojo Rabbit. No. No! Ah, crap. My okay. number three is Tenet. Oh, I agonized over this one because I know you really <laughs> love Jojo Rabbit. And ah, uh, okay. I, I've still I've still won. That's fine. You still I won. Was, still I was won. hoping to keep the role going. <clears throat> yeah, no, Tenet 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know. Sh- shockingly, it wasn't on your list as, no. um, you know, um, and so we have to evaluate our friendship anyway. But, um, mess of a film. It really Sorry. wasn't. Um, <laughs> for the intellectuals in the audience, you will have understood the film easily, like myself. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't have been a problem. I mean, I thought I I, I really liked Tenet. I love Christopher Nolan, so part of me was blinded by that anyway. I thought it was really interesting, complex, a different take on everything, and just oh yeah, I mean I saw it twice in cinema. And who knows, maybe it was because I was starved of any new films and that's why in my head it's so good. But for me, I mean, I'm just I'm just so into Christopher Nolan that it had to be high. On a normal year, it probably would have been number one because it's Christopher Nolan, but it's been absolutely destroyed by other films, two other films. And so, yeah, it's, it's third. Yeah. Oh, I'm really annoyed. Really annoyed, but that's okay. That's okay. So I'm guessing you had Tenet as number two? Yes, I did, yeah. Yes. I it switched. I had Jojo Rabbit as number two. Right, yeah. If you haven't <sighs> seen Jojo Rabbit, you need to. It's Psycho Watiti. And the film is so good. It's so well acted. There is it's so funny and satirical and darkly humored but also emotional and impactful and profound yeah i mean i don't want to spoil it for you i don't think you've seen it yet paul have you no i haven't and but there is a moment there's a moment in there that everyone gasped and it was done so serenely and so right and there's moments where we laugh. I mean, there's Stephen Merchant playing a uh, Gestapo agent and they hail Hitler like no man's business. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's just a comedic masterpiece, but has such real weight to the whole story that it had to be number two. It just had to be. Oh, I'm annoyed I didn't get those two the right way around, but fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which means our number one. Bring it home. What do you think it is? It has to be just the cinematic glory itself. 1917. Absolutely. 1917. What a film. What a film. What a film. Mm. We spoke about this yesterday and we almost got caught going into a rant. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... Uh, outside of the single shot gimmick it is an incredibly acted well-crafted heartfelt story we have a tradition in our home that we watch my favorite film of the year what i rank is number one on new year's day it's available currently on amazon prime so you watched it on new year's day this year and it's just such a story it's such a story in its own and it's so emotional and so such an event you know when at just every bit of it when when they go over the over the wall and they took the hand in the dead body or you know when when he's stabbed and dies and how like how much you're stuck in that moment with them to you know the cinematography roger deacon the cinematographer in that film just mm. got, just got um was on the queen's honors list this year uh-huh. um for his work to cinema and uh, hopefully be to 1917 because that scene when he wakes up after being shot and the the flares are flying up mm-hmm. it's, it's just beautiful oh, frankly oh, it's oh, just 
oh what a stunning piece of thing to the moment when when he he's at the <clears throat> the, the devons and he has to go over the wall in essence to run across the battlefield to get to to deliver the message to stop the waves it's just that that realization your heart's pounding and everything about the film is just phenomenal and it had it, there was no way it wasn't going to be number one it might be yeah i mean if if, if do you reckon it would it, break do you reckon it would break top 10 of all time for you do you reckon yeah easily like i think if we did in if we did like a top 10 films of the past 10 years it would probably be number one really really i i'm in so much love with this film oh that's that is that is disrespectful to arrival but okay <laughs> arrival uh, wouldn't even no. be in the top <laughs> <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> Well, yeah. if you would like to hear such a list, then uh, do let us know. And if you're sick and tired of us fangirling over uh, <laughs> 1917, then sorry, that's not going to stop. Get over it. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. To run over my list again, we have yeah. Death of Tori- De- number 10, Death of Tori 20. Number 9, David Attenborough, Life on Our Planet. Number 8, Onward. Number 7, The Trial of Chicago 7. Six is Dark Waters, five is Greyhound, four is Parasite, three is Tenet, two is Jojo Rabbit, and one is 1917. And out of those, I got five correct. Correct, you got half of it right, well done. I am so pleased with myself right now. (laughs) We should have come up with some sort of like reward or forfeit or something, so maybe next year we can do that. (laughs) But uh, I am deeply pleased with myself but i think also what this says is that we are perhaps our relationship is growing uh you know we're guessing more of each other's films correctly and i think the other thing that this shows just once again is just another piece of evidence for the fact that um my relationship with you is stronger than ashling's with you um and so i guess she's just gonna have to have numbers to don't lie yeah, numbers. The numbers yep. don't lie, and and uh, and so There's no stopping the count here. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so on that uh, uh, bombshell, as it were, <laughs> Cameron's <laughs> going to go reassess his marriage, and uh, <laughs> we are going to uh, say goodbye to you, and hopefully, goodbye and good riddance to 2020. Indeed. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and share that you've listened. Mm-hmm. That will really help us out. Um, and if not, we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.